0: Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show. Sponsored by On Tire Tailgate. Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show. Sponsored by On Tire Tailgate.
1: All right, race fans, let's get rowdy. The next 60 minutes
2: will be two men talking
1: one thing and one thing only, racing. From the third tracks for Carolinas to the super speedways of Daytona and Talladega.
2: Good morning and welcome to the Monday edition of the Rowdy Magli show on Monday. Uh, big week coming up. I got Kyle Magnum on the line. Kyle's back from uh, from his big event. Welcome, Kyle.
0: Hey, Rowdy. It's good to be here, uh, back on the Rowdy Maglite Show. A uh, lot, lot of
2: stuff to cover today, and
0: uh, looking forward to another good show here on
2: Monday morning. So we got Austin Beers calling in, uh, Kyle. He was he raced this past season in the Wheelin NASCAR Wheeling Modified, so uh, rookie of the year. Looking forward to having uh, Austin on for a few minutes this morning. And we also got Kyle uh was at the uh convention EM, at the EMPA convention this weekend and uh Kyle's got several interviews that he did over the weekend. One of them, Mike Joy. Good job, Kyle. So right now we're waiting on we've got uh Austin calling in here in a couple of minutes and uh we're gonna talk about his rookie year and uh what his plans are for the 2023 season but right now guys we're just a few days away from the roar that'll be at Daytona back you know uh, we had testing with the Arkham Menard series Frank and all his staff at uh, Daytona it's uh, showtime now Uh, a lot of events are lined up at Daytona International Speedway all during the year so if you're passing through to Orlando, always great to stop stop by and get a tour. If you've never been around the track, go to the museum. Really, it's it's worth your time to stop. This will be my 27th year at uh, Daytona 500, so looking to get back with Daytona time. He'll be with me with coverage, and uh, also Dave will be there. And, excuse me, uh, it just starts off pretty much a month-long uh, group of activities with me with doing the 24. Uh, probably i have cover Volusia, hopefully East Bay, and then I know I'll be back at New Smyrna. And also, uh, Austin will be, I think that's Austin's first race of the year. We'll be down at New Smyrna in the Modified.
0: Rowdy, he'll be there. Uh, Talk to him Friday night at Champions Night. Uh, the
2: 2022 NASCAR World of Monarchy of the Year.
0: Um, ran good at Richmond again. Not modified just like he did in 2021. So, uh, been doing really good. Uh, you know, he's been doing good on the modified ranks. And, uh, you know, he'll be back at it this year as well.
2: Well, from the photo, Your head looked like you had a great time. Got several good interviews. Uh, What was it like uh, one-on-one with Mike Joy? You were asking about Mike Joy Rowdy? Yeah. What was it like being one-on-one with Mike?
0: It was good. Uh, You know, a lot going on, and I'll be right back.
2: All right. Okay, guys, we're waiting on – Austin, right, right, this minute. Unfortunately, Kyle got called in to work. Well, it's good for him, I guess. You're needing to, when you need to work when you have to work, like we all have to work. Uh, you got to call when it when the, you got to go when they call. So uh, we are getting ready. I will be at the twenty four hour the Rolex twenty four. It starts the 26th through the 29th. We'll be giving tickets away uh, probably starting next week. They're supposed to be in today, so I'll know exactly the number I got. And I may have something for the rower. I'm not sure. Uh, that The rower just kind of gets everything. It's a dress rehearsal for the 24th, basically all it is, the week before. A lot of – if it was a little closer – I would be there. But, guys, we're going to bring on our first guest this morning. I'd like to welcome to the show Austin Beers. Welcome, Austin. Hi, how are you? Doing great, Austin. Austin drives in the uh, NASCAR Willing modifieds. This is your, actually, second year of first year full season. And what a way to end it. Rookie of the year, Austin. What's it going to feel like to rip that stripe off of that back of that bumper?
3: it's going to feel great. You know, we, uh, I, I kind of had some high expectations going into the, into last year and, you know, fifth and in points in rookie of the year kind of exceeded them. So I was pretty proud of that. And now to go to those tracks for the second time, it's pretty special.
2: Do you give a little credit for rookie of the year of being able to get those four races under your belt last year and kind of get the the first off of you, your first race?
3: Yeah. Um, those first four races kind of, you know, gave me an idea of what I was uh, to expect coming into this season. And, you know, it helped that I raced with guys like Patrick Emmerling and uh, Matt Hirschman on the ROC Tour. You know, they're tour guys. So it helped me to, you know, know how they race and how it's going to be.
2: Austin, when you get behind people like Matt Hirschman, do you just kind of get behind him and feel what lines he's taking and how he's racing the race?
3: Yeah, for sure. You know, it's definitely – uh, a big learning experience behind those guys and obviously you're trying to beat them but while you're behind them at least try to learn as much as you can and 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 see how how it goes from there or, you know follow their lines, see how they're saving their tires and you know more experience is better experience
2: Austin, awesome. yeah. a lot of young men grow up what made you decide modified just be your first stop
3: uh my dad my dad ran the tour for many years and ran locally at our home track, Mahoning Valley Speedway, so, you know, I grow up every Saturday night, go and see him, and, and watch him on TV, and there's nothing else I wanted to do, except race a modified when I was younger, and fortunately, I'm in that position to do it now.
2: So, uh, Austin, I'll be down at New Smyrna, that's that's the first race of the year, was that February the 11th?
3: Yep, yep, down in New Smyrna, it'll be the second time the tour goes there, and uh, it's, a, it's a fun, tight track, and you know, you get a lot of speed there, and it's a it's a pretty fun battling track. Hey, Austin, you got Kyle here. Uh, thanks again
0: for coming on. Nice to see you the other night, you and your dad. Uh, first question is, uh, you know, uh, I mean, what's your season looking like this year? Um, you know, I know we were talking a little bit. It looks like you're on the tour
3: again this year. Yep, we're running the 64 for Mike Murphy uh, and KLM Motorsports on the tour, and then I'll be back in the ROC with the uh, – Dave and Laura DeLang I'm with the 45 and um, going to run some open shows it looks like um, and some shows at uh, Evergreen Speedway near us in Drums, PA. So uh, pretty packed schedule. I think I got about 40 races so I'm definitely excited to tackle it on uh, next question for you is uh, what's been your
0: favorite track on the wheel of modified tour schedule? You know, we were talking about Richmond. I know you were busting me about your one good race, which you've had actually two, but, uh, you know, what's that been like, you know, what's it been like
3: running, running on the tour full time? It's good. There's a lot of, there's a variety of tracks. Um, I say wall stadium was definitely, I think the f- most fun to race on, uh, the raciest track I was on, but, uh, places like Monadnock, I like I really enjoyed that cuz that was very um a technical track. Um Langley we ran really really well. We got third there, so uh, I'd say probably Wall, Monadnock, and Langley. Those are my top 3. So my last question for you is uh, you know, um, you know, what was
0: it like winning rookie of the year? Um you know, and you know, what, what do you think? Of my, my, what I really wanted to ask you was, what do you think about the race champions uh going back to Mahoning again?
3: Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, to win Rookie of the Year, it was pretty special because uh, my dad didn't even do it, and actually, none of the guys on Mud Lane, Matt and Tony, didn't wasn't able to achieve that. So, to be the first one on Mud Lane to do it, that's pretty cool. And then uh, for the for RSC go to go back to Mahoning, that's pretty special because it's my home track and you know it it helps out because you know i have a lot more laps there than most of the other guys and me and matt usually run up front in those races so hopefully uh i'm on the better end of the stick this time and i can finally win win one roc race
2: well i'm gonna tell you austin i've been to mahoney valley and i've never seen the most passionate fans in my life and most of all the the hollering and screaming were the ladies in the crowd. I mean they give Matt Hirschman totally <laughs> hell. Yeah.
3: yeah. he he wins a lot, so kinda like the Tom Brady over there. So, you know, you're you're gonna have the passionate fans and Emma Honing definitely has that with their group of people, but no, it's it's great. It's a great facility, great track and I'm excited to head back there.
2: What's it like racing in PA? I mean the tracks that I go to are full, and just like I said, like Mahoney, passionate. I that and On that trip, I did Mahoney and Lincoln Valley, and hey, it was standing room only up there.
3: Yeah, it's, it's definitely, I feel like Pennsylvania racing is a hidden gem. You know, you got some of the most passionate fans, and you just have great tracks with great racing. And I don't think people from, like, New England and stuff, they know about it that much because, you know, Mahoney and Evergreen, they don't get out there as much as like you say Stafford and Thompson so I think it's a hidden gem but I think if people you know came to Mahoning and Evergreen they'd get hooked right away.
2: Austin kind of looking five years down the road where would you like to be with this with your racing career?
3: I think obviously uh you know everybody my age or they they want to be NASCAR and Fortunately, I'm in a lower tier NASCAR right now. I think it's a pretty high tier NASCAR considering our racing and you know who, who we got racing in our division. But obviously, the Xfinity and Truck Series would be nice. But if not, I'm 100% okay with running a modified for my whole life because I think they're uh, they're an awesome machine, and I'm very thankful to be running them.
2: Well, I'm telling you, uh, like down at New Smyrna, I'm you, you kind of get. New Smyrna, you can kind of get up close and personal as y'all thunder by, man. It's something to hear those pound, pavement pounders come around. It's just like you're sitting two inches off off the asphalt itself when you come rumbling through there in the turns.
3: Yeah, you're definitely uh, you're definitely close with people, and you know the tour we run very respectful, and we don't like to tear up people's stuff, and and that's what I love about modified racing. is just you just you know, everybody usually, most of our guys, they all work on their own stuff, so they respect their equipment, and that shows on the racetrack with our uh, our product and, and how we race each other.
2: Awesome. Let's talk about the guys back at the shop, because if you're running 40 races, somebody's got to be tuning and working on that car
3: 24-7. Yeah, we got a gr- group here uh, locally. We got me, my dad, and we got a couple crew members on Tuesday and a couple on Wednesday will help out, and then some guys will go to the track, and um, that's for our RC and, and local program. And then for uh, the tour, that's based in Connecticut, and they got a, a bunch of crew guys there that are dedicated to, uh, to helping us out. And, you know, it, it definitely takes a lot in the sports to get out there. So to be able to run 40 races, you need a lot of help, and fortunately uh, we have those guys that get it done.
2: And let's talk about your sponsors that helps you get to the track.
3: Oh yes, I have a uh, Horace Freightliner and um, Sheeran V. Uh, David Dave Lord Delanger, huge sponsor. Uh, Dell Electric, uh, the A Team. You know, I just have a great, a bunch of great partners that definitely help us out. It's uh, it's pretty special, you know, at my age to be to be in the spot I am, and I'm very thankful.
2: And, Austin, where can they keep up with your 2023 season this year?
3: Uh, we have a site um, online. It's called AustinBeers.com, and that'll show all of our results and and where we are, uh, go next, or schedule. And, and then I, I have a Twitter. It's at AustinBeers19, where you can follow my uh, finishes there as well.
2: Austin, I appreciate you taking out time this morning. I'm looking forward to seeing you down in New Smyrna and it's it's getting close, my friend. February 11th, not far away.
3: Yeah, it is. I'm very excited, and I uh, appreciate you guys allowing me to come on tonight, today. It was It's uh, pretty cool. I, I enjoy your show. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you, Austin. We appreciate it also. Yep, thank you, guys. At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR
4: Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road, that I realize I'm at the wrong track.
2: All right, Austin Beers, Uh, the NASCAR Wheeling Modified Division Rookie of the Year. Young man, got a bright future. Uh, Evidently, he's been hanging around the track for for many years with his dad and uh, probably learned a few tricks. And Probably after uh, Rookie of the Year, like I said, first time Rookie of the Year with anybody in his group. So congratulations, Rookie of the Year. Uh, Kyle was fortunate enough at the EMP uh, convention, to uh, meet a lot of people, see a lot of people, and uh, Kyle picked up several interviews there while he was there. He was busy. So uh, one of them was uh, Ryan got got on and uh, saw championship night at the EMPA.
0: Kyle Maglite, Rowdy Maglite Racing Media here with the Bridgeport Speedway Modified Champion, Ryan Godown. Uh, talk a little bit about how your season went. I know the Bounty was up
5: there for a while as well, and they were trying to beat you there. Yeah, no, Bridgeport's been really good to us. I mean, ever since uh, we started there and Doug Rose has redid the track, I mean, it's been fantastic. So um, we just keep hitting on it and working on it and tweaking it and tweaking it, and, and you know, that car is phenomenal there. Um, so I can't thank my guys enough mean, Engine Bill or Billy the Kid and Stephon uh, LaFrance, the trick race parts, um, for just giving me all the right combination. Obviously, you know, my crew, my crew chiefs, my brother, Sam Godown. And, you know, the, the next one's my help, my setup guys, Mike Carlucci and my partner. And, uh, you know, them guys really get me dialed in and makes it a lot easier, uh, every week, week in and week out. Yeah. Talk a little bit about modified racing in the
0: Northeast. Um, you're heavily into it, you know, your son's starting to get into it. So, um, just talk a little bit about that.
5: Yeah, you know, listen, we're, it's it's a tough deal, right? It seems like there's no off-season anymore. There's a lot of races out there, and, you know, you kind of want to pick and choose. You know, this year was a little tough because everybody's having some engine issues, so you're, you're trying not to over-race just in case you get into that format, and then, you know, you don't want to race too much, and then it wears you out, burns you out, and then you end up missing things, and you get DNF. so... You know, it's always a catch-20, but, you know, with the Deo Series and, uh, you know, what Bridgeport's putting on and all the other local tracks, I mean, you got way more enough racing to go to now than we used to five, six years ago.
0: Yeah, talk a little bit about Brett Deo Series. I'm, uh, I mean, how's your, what's your 2023 schedule looking like? Are you going to be running the Southern Swing here? So, what? yeah,
5: we'll do the Southern. Not nah, We won't go to Florida, okay. um, but we're going to do the South Series of Brett Deo, the, okay. you know, everything that's near us. Right. Um, we don't really do the North Series because so much travel, and it's just not worth it for us. Um, and then, obviously, try to get to Georgetown as much as we can this year and see how that plays out.
0: Yeah, so, uh, you know, some, you know, I, what I wanted to ask you was about Bridgeport. Um, you raced on the 5.8 mile. I mean, what, what's the difference in those two tracks?
5: So, at Bridgeport, you get, you know, the 5.8s you used to get out front. And you get some, you know, room, and it's wide open, right? Now, it's still wide open with the new track because it's banked, but it's just you can still pass guys, and you can still – catch guys and do whatever you need. It's not like they get in clean air and you can't catch them. So your car's just got to be good. So it is, it's more racier, more slide jobs, just more action packed, which it needed to be. I mean, you know, everybody said they like to the speed in the five eights, but the, the action pack that I've seen over the last few years of Bridgeport's undeniable, the best race racetrack around.
0: It's, I know you and I were chatting earlier about it, uh, the Port Royal race in March, yeah. uh, the, the battle with you and Mike Guler. I mean, just talk a little bit about that. You know,
5: you're you're really ripping the top there toward the end. Yeah, you know, it's funny because you go through that race and, you know, he's had a small block, I had a big block. And, you know, we both had the same tire on, which was softer than probably everybody else in the field, which helped us. But, uh, you know, you're trying to save, 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 and then you don't want to push it too much. And then, like, you know, with five to go, you got to, like, well, the only way you're going to pass him is, you know, bang the boards up there. and. You know, we just kept inching up, inching up to, I uh, says, you know, I wasn't going to push it till we had to push it and we just went for broke and it stuck. So it's not always going to happen that way, but it, that was a pretty cool race. And, you know, kidding around with Mike afterwards, that was, it was just a fun race. Yeah, talk a little bit about running the, the high side of Port Royal. You know, you, you know, seeing drivers like Kyle Larson, Donnie shots running the top there, you running the top. Um, I mean, what, you know, what's it like? There's no better feeling. It's a rush. I mean, you guys, you know, you see some in-car cams enough, but you go in there, it's totally different. You got long straights. Yeah. The track's always beautiful. Um, you get rim ride anytime you want to, you know, if your car's not set up for the bottom or the middle so much, there's always the top and it's going to be there. So, and that's just how you got to do it. And, and then, you know, you can't make your car too tight. You make your car too tight. You're going to be in a fence and it's, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, sensitive area up there, but it's awesome when you can run it and your car's good there. I know you mentioned some important people left. How about your sponsors? All all my sponsors. Camp out, Izzy Truck and Rigging, uh Ellery's Bar and Grill, um, Creston Hydraulics, um, TMI trucking, uh, like I said, trick race parts, um Weaknet Archery, um, just all them guys, uh, Montrose Molders, uh, I won't forget anybody. Um, but, yeah, it's all everybody that puts the effort in and helps me out It's just been an amazing deal for me, and we just try to keep growing. Ryan Godown here on EMPA Champions
0: Night. Thank you very much. Thank you. Kyle Magdo at Rowdy Maglite Racing Media here on EMPA Champions Night. Uh, got to talk to Ryan Godown Sr. Now we get to talk to Ryan Godown Jr. So uh, talk a little bit about your season. Um, I know your dad is really good at Bridgeport. It looks like, you know, from the sounds of it, you're really good as well.
6: Yeah, we uh, really focused on doing the best we could at Bridgeport this year so we really had a good program for Saturday nights this year and we felt that we had a good enough car that we could venture off to some short track super series races there so we won one short track super series at New Egypt this year and we ventured off to some Friday night races at Georgetown and we won two of those so we had a pretty pretty good year this year
0: and what's that short track super series like how's that been
6: it's tough with the crates having at least 40 to 50 cars (laughs) there every every race basically it's tough
0: yeah so so what what are your 2023 plans on um, what your season going to be looking like this year
6: uh this next year we'll be racing strictly saturdays and we'll be running modified that new egypt speedway this year so you're on a new egypt this yep. year yeah we uh i took all the funds i had in my own bank account put it on a modified motor and hopefully we'll have some type of success you
0: know, can you talk a little bit about the relationship with you and your dad uh, both of your racers i mean what's that like you know you know having fa- racing in the family
6: having racing fa- in the family like that is amazing i mean having a great teacher like that really helps a lot for how i race so i ask him as many questions as i can as a driver plus as working on the car too setup wise and the, the weekly maintenance that helps a lot having somebody like that did you ask him for a lot of advice yeah i ha- asked him for a lot of advice uh, for driving wise for a lot of advice in the shop then i got my his crew guys that i asked for advice in the shop too my uncle butchie and mike and dan all those guys in the shop i really I really appreciate all of them because they really help me out a lot. Do
0: you always travel with your dad on the races or does it depend really?
6: Um, I try and travel as much as I can, but sometimes I got to stay home and work like Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we haven't gotten any snow yet, but I went. Um, I stayed home from Louisiana to try and get our winter stuff ready for the upcoming season. Uh, I went to Charlotte, though, and I went to most of the Dale races he went to and most of the dirt races he went to as well.
0: So my last question for you, as you mentioned, some important people. Uh, who, who are your sponsors and who would you like to thank?
6: Uh, my sponsors for this upcoming year is uh uh Kobe Towing, uh Izzy Trucking and Rigging, uh Weaknet Archery Schwacker, Joy Auto Parts, uh Arch Radiator, Extreme Graphics, Stroberite Roofing, Um uh, Crescent Hydraulics, they help me out a lot. Uh Crescent Hydraulics and Ball Snow Plows, they uh really help me a lot every year. They've been with me since my rookie year, so I can't take them enough.
0: Hi, Matt. of the Rowdy Maglite Racing Media here with Rich Tobias, uh, promoter at Bloomberg Fair Raceway and Action Track USA. Um, how's it been going? How have your tracks been doing? And um, you know, um, what are we looking forward to this year?
4: Uh, they've been doing great. You know, we uh, you know we're just enhancing you know what we have at Cutstown uh, Action Track USA. Uh, like I explained in, in the press conference, you know, just doing a lot more things for the fans, uh, getting out to new fans. Uh, is sort of the main focus through whether it's TV advertisements things of that nature. Uh, Bloomsburg, uh, Bloomsburg, you know we're we're taking that on, uh, bringing the you know the All Pro feature series in as a headliner, which is you know great uh, drivers, is you know Timmy Buffaloro, Steve Buffaloro, Pouch, Briggs Danner, Alex Bright, you know we've got great hardcore racers in that series, and and I'm um, just. I had to, to be able to bring them to Boonsburg along with the modifies and everything else what was it like seeing a race under a fair week again uh it's cool you know i think the, the fair environment it's just awesome you know and i i go back to running say the silver crown series like i did and we ran you know all the illinois state fairs and you know in indianapolis and, and places like that so i just that fair atmosphere is bar none and that's what our sport started on so you know getting back to it's pretty cool and and uh, and the the, the availability to get new people that don't see our sport uh, to see our events at a fair-type atmosphere is, you know, is cool, and it'll help the sport.
0: I was reading your Speedway uh, Illustrated article. Um, Syracuse, uh, you won there. What, what was that like?
4: <laughs> that was awesome. You know, it was probably the biggest win I ever had. Certainly, you know, winning along with my father was really cool. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, that's a racetrack that, that went by its wayside a little bit. And, you know, Super Dirt Week still really cool where they have it. But, you know, still... So, you know, I'm very passionate about the mile racetracks all over the country and, and just the mystique that they have, you know, with the speed and the speciality they have is, is pretty cool. How's the reconfiguration been at Cookstown? Uh, awesome. You know, we, you know, we, every business, you know, every seven years, you got to change. you know, we ran the first, say six, seven years, uh, made a big change here a couple of years ago, um, to increase and enhance the style of racing we have. And, uh, and I think we, we hit it pretty spot on, especially with the ability to bring the bigger car stuff, like the sprint cars and modifies and stuff, you know, to that fifth mile boring atmosphere. And, and uh, it's it's a product that Action Track USA was able to present to the fans that nobody else can. Yeah,
0: last question for you is uh, USAC Eastern Storm now going to be at, at Kutztown. Um, how are you able to arrange that?
4: Uh, Just we had a long relationship. You know, we've been with USAC and a part of them, and and our champions are honored at their banquet since uh, day one. And I have that affiliation. Actually, going back to my father, had that affiliation back in the 70s. You know, Uh, so I've always had a longstanding affiliation with USAC. Uh, So certainly a great conversation with them. And certainly the apprehension of which I understand, um, you know, the size of the facility. Uh, But like I stress to them is, you know, you got to get out and do things different and different and new, and the and, and same old, same old is okay if you don't change what, what works and what your product. But I, I feel that, you know, we, we've gotten in a little bit of stalemate. We need to, you know, branch out and, and, and try things new like other extreme sports do. It's Tobias here at the MPA convention.
0: Kyle Magda with Rowdy Maglite Racing Media here with Rich Tobias, uh, promoter at Bloomberg Fair Raceway and Action Track USA. Kyle Magda with Rowdy Maglite Racing Media here with uh, one of the inductees at the EMPA Hall of Fame, Reggie Ruggiero. Uh, first of all, nice to meet you. Um, you know, talk a little bit about your racing career. Um, you know, you were you know, you were such a fan out on the modified side of things and
1: you know, you had a really nice career. Yeah, I started out in Modifies in nineteen sixty nine. And uh, just grew from there, going from our local short track to Riverside Park and then going on to Stafford and Thompson, then a modified tour, and a race from Maine to Florida, out to Indy Short Track. Um, you know, it was, it was a good ride for 44 years.
0: Yeah, I mean, talk a little bit about that. You know, how, you know, did the tour change a lot during
1: your time there? I mean, what was it like from your vantage The tour started in 1985. Uh, that's the year that Richie Evans got killed at Martinsville, and it uh, started out as a really good thing, and as their years progressed, uh, the rules and the politics got into it, and it sort of wounded for everybody, and uh, today I believe, this is myself talking, that it's all about money, and uh, that's wrong because it should be about talent.
0: So what was it like racing against like, Mike McLaughlin and Mike Stefanik? I, was just, I don't know if you've seen
1: it. There was a video on YouTube uh, from the 1989 season. Uh, you know, what was it like racing those guys that year? Uh, when I raced, there was 20 guys that could win that race. Um, you know, Stefanik, McLaughlin, Evans, uh, Bodine, Jerry Cook, all those guys. That just, I, mean, I raced against all those guys, and uh, it was fun because you had to bring your A game, otherwise you were in the back.
0: It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, so what was it like? You know, um, you know, through the years, you know, you were talking about. You said I think it was the 2009 you ran. Um, I mean, you know, what, what did you like? You know, uh, Watkins Glen. Did you ever run
1: at Watkins Glen we before? Ran, we ran Watkins Glen. That was really a lot of fun because we never ran road courses before,
3: and you were
1: busy all day shifting and turning right, and turning left, and uh, you know, breaking and down shifting. It, it was really cool. Uh, all the other racetracks, you know, they're all cookie-cutter. You turn and left, step on a brake, step on the gas. But Watkins Glen was, like, really good. I did very well there. Didn't win any races, but went second a couple of times. And uh, they implemented the uh, Jericho transmission after the first year so you could shift without a clutch, and that helped a lot with the modifies. So, uh, so let's talk about uh, getting inducted into the Hall of Fame tonight. I mean, what, what does that mean to you, and, you know, you know, getting an award like that. Yeah, this, I mean, the trophy is fantastic. I've never seen one like that. It looks like the ones they give away at the drag races, <laughs> the Wally they call it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's great to be honored by the press and the writers and the, and the photographers because we take that for granted when you're racing. You, you don't pay attention to that. And to know that people notice, it's really cool. So what got you into racing? What got you started? Just when I was young... My, my uncle had race cars and raced at Plainville Stadium back in Connecticut. And uh, it was in my backyard, so I just started. I built my own car. And when I turned 18, I had my own modified coupe back then. But. So who do, you, who do you feel like was your toughest competition when you were racing? Toughest competition. I would say like Mike Stefanik, but the worst competition was Jimmy Spencer. <laughs> he, he was terrible. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't
0: really like him out there. We didn't get along.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and sometimes you just don't like somebody, but, um, yeah. but yeah, but you know, it's good to see you tonight. Um, glad you're here. Um, so so you know, well, what, 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 how has, what's life been like after racing? How's that? Been?
1: Life after racing. I had my own. I've owned my own businesses since uh, 1969. I know, I, okay, and um, I, my last uh, business was a chassis shop from. Uh, 1990 till 2015. Got sold out, retired, moved to North Carolina and after six months of uh, getting the house done and everything done, I was uh, not retired and uh, I was going crazy so uh, now I work at Stuart Bus racing in the show All right, Reggie Ruggiero here at EMPA banquet night.
2: All right, that was Reggie. Kyle, uh, Kyle what was it like talking to R- Reggie being an introdu- <laughs> Introducting into the Hall of Fame.
0: It was cool, Raddy. Uh, You know, good to uh, talk to him. And, uh, you know, one of the modified guys, who, you know, one of the historic modified drivers. Never won the championship, nevertheless, had a good career and, uh, you know, came close to winning the championship in 1989. But, uh, you know, him, Tony Hirschman, and Mike Stefanik. So, uh, it's been good to, uh, you know, hear from them and, uh, you know, to get inducted.
2: So our next one is uh, Nick Ross. Uh, Anytime, give us a little brief on Ross for, or Nick before we come in. Into-
0: Kyle Mag to the Rowdy Maglite Racing Media here on Champions Night here at the Eastern Motorsport Press Association Convention here with Nick Ross, uh, 2022 Evergreen Light Model Champion. So uh, you and I were just chatting a little bit earlier. Uh, talk about how the repave has been there.
7: Yeah, it's been great. Um, we had to change the chassis a little bit to get it dialed in, but uh, it didn't take us long. A couple races and we were good to go. Yeah, how long's Evergreen been? It's good, it's good uh, at the end of the season we finally got a little bit more cars. I think we all I think we had like eighteen cars, which is really good and it's a lot better than seven that we've been getting so uh even Mahoney and stuff like that we had uh we got a tra- uh, track championship there too so uh Car counts are doing good. Yeah, so you ran Mahoning. How was that? Real good. I got uh, two tra- track champions, both at Mahoning and Evergreen uh, last year and this year full-time,
0: so can't beat that. Yeah, so what's it like racing asphalt in the in
7: It's good. Um, racing, I feel like racing with the late models, everyone's a class act. Everyone races with respect. And uh, it's, like, I, I ran dirt. um I did a couple of races on dirt, and it's, it's a lot harder to see. Mm-hmm. So at least asphalt, you're able to see, and uh, um, I feel like the racing—you kind of race cleanly, or, or dirt, I feel like you're a little—I shouldn't even say that. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, no, asphalt's good racing. Um, it's a lot less maintenance as far as like you lose a day cleaning the car compared to dirt. But uh, other than that, I mean, I love dirt racing too. It's it's uh, it's racing.
0: You do the dirt with the late model as well?
7: No, no. This I ran a dirt uh, sportsman up at Pancan, and uh, um, I only did it for one year. It was uh, we had our factory stock motor in it, and uh, just hard to get the car dialed in with that. Yeah. So, what are your 2023 plans looking like? Uh, what's your racing season looking like? um We're gonna try to do Evergreen and Mahoning, and then we want to do a couple more ROC races. I did two ROC races last year, and uh, we did Shimong which you finished third and then we did uh, Lancaster which we finished third. So definitely take that first time being there. Nick Roth, the uh here on Champions Line here at E M P A. Thank you so much. Yep, thank you. Mate.
0: Kyle Maggret, Rowdy Maglite
1: Racing Media here with Mike Joy,
0: NASCAR and Fox commentator, also getting inducted into the EMPA Hall of Fame. Uh, how's your day going? Um, I know we had the forum uh, with Carl Fredrickson this afternoon. I'll
8: just talk a little bit about how that went. It's been a really fun day. Um, most of what I do is on the national level with Fox uh, and the car auctions with History Channel. So it's really fun for me to get back to my roots to New England short track racing and talk to, to people about the issues and the difficulties that short track racing has now, some of which are very similar to the ones that we faced when I was a part of this level of a sport back in the seventies and the early eighties. The challenge is always how to fill the grandstand, how to make sure the competition is equitable, how to get more press coverage. Um, That hasn't changed. The other thing that hasn't changed is the passion that people have for racing, both the people that operate the racetracks and the people that cover the races.
0: Yeah, how's your time been in NASCAR? Uh, it's, it's been over 20 years at Fox now.
8: Let's see, the, the first Cup Race I broadcast was for MRN in 1976. So it's been a lot longer than that. And it's still, it's it's a labor of love. The sport keeps changing, keeps developing. Uh, television and radio keep changing with it. And, you know, it's, it, it's a great partnership. It's second only to the NFL in weekly viewership during the regular season. So, you know, we're on a good trajectory. The, shortest, uh, the sport has had a few lean years, but it's on the way back. We see that in, uh, in the viewer numbers. We see it in the sponsorship sales. And I think we're headed into what's going to be one of the best years in, in, say, the last decade.
0: Yeah, do you feel like the uh, the next-gen cars
8: is creating a lot of parity? I mean, what, what have you seen from the next-gen car so far? It did create parity in that everybody has the same pieces and parts to work with. Uh, I think as we get into this second year, we're going to see a little more specialization as teams find out some of the very small things that they're allowed to tweak and adjust to optimize their performance. So I think last year, with all the different winners in the Cup Series, I'm not sure that's something we're going to see again. Uh, but it certainly was fun to watch and witness and, and be a part of
0: it. Yeah, I know you and I were chatting a little bit earlier. Uh, talk a little bit about your son, Scott. I know he, he's been
8: heavily heavily involved in racing as well. Loves racing, loves going to the races uh, with me. And he races uh, BMWs in club racing. And we both race uh, historic Trans Am, where he's been very, very successful. Uh, I just try to keep his lights in sight on the track anymore. We're having a blast doing
7: it.
2: Mike LaJoy having a blast doing it, him and his son racing together. I can understand that Uh, in the vintage where you get to see some of the older cars that have been long gone but still still guys are dragging them around and and kind of having fun racing them competitively. So, guys, uh, got the roar coming up this weekend. The roar kind of gets you ready. If you're a NASCAR fan, you go, I don't care nothing about the 24. You haven't really watched 24. Why do you think Xfinity has nine road courses? People are falling in love with a road course. And in that road course, if it doesn't come a shower where you can see that the debate of when you should take on rain tires and when you should take the rain tires and go back, That is the strategy of of the rain. A little rain brings out the, the, the strategy thinkers of right time, wrong time to put the tires on. So with that coming into effect, we're supposed to maybe have some tickets for the roar to give away. That's this weekend starting January. That's Friday the 20th, January the 20th. Fan zone opens at 830 and practice all the way up till 6 o'clock. Uh, Saturday's the same story, the 21st, with the fan zone open at 8.30, and the uh, practice going all the way to 8.30 under the lights. It's uh, I'm supposed to have maybe five sets of tickets for that that we're going to probably be giving away Thursday night show for the locals that might want to be that might want to go, uh, then we absolutely have tickets for the Rolex 24. This will be my fifth year. Once I win, I'm like, I've got to do this again. It's nothing like waking up, taking naps, and waking up in the middle of the night and watching those cars with the different color lights and the different series going round and round. And the availability to the drivers are a little more accessible than NASCAR. On, uh, I think it's the night before the race, they have a big deal over on the uh, one Daytona where they have the drivers lined up at tables and you can get autographs and actually mingle with them. So with that being said, guys, uh, that's where we're going to be. That's going to be kind of our focus on Thursday night. We're going to be still focused on the uh, Arkham Menard testing series. Everybody will be back. We'll be talking about that went on this weekend. Hey, some surprising folks had the uh, top charts. So we're, we're going to have a couple of those guys, gals on, and uh, kind of get you up to speed and then hopefully give away a few of these, uh roar tickets for Friday's event. With that being said, guys, hey, we just getting ready for twenty twenty three season. I done kicked it off with the ice ball over at Talladega short track. I wanna thank everybody that called in Thursday night, the winners. On Thursday night show from the Ice Bowl, Thursday night show we're gonna kinda of focus a lot on our contestants that just happened this weekend. So uh Check in, check us out, subscribe to my YouTube page. I gotta have this. That's the way this thing works. If you have a couple of sponsors, and I gotta have a lot of followers and people going to my YouTube page. Our tenth year, folks. A lot of great guests. I want to thank everybody. Thank Austin for coming on today. A lot of great things from come forth to that young man. Hey, y'all know I'm going to keep that light shining. Good night.